Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show. Lots going on, lots to get to. Jake Beckett, and it's B-E-Q-U-E-T-T-E is how he spells his last name. Former NFL star, former college star, and Army Ranger running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Arkansas. And they got his name wrong on the ballot. He ended up having to take them to court. We break that down in earnest at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that, so we'll get into that. Also, Chuck Schumer going after Fox News and Tucker Carlson over what happened Saturday in Buffalo, New York that Fox News and Tucker Carlson had nothing to do with. But Chuck Schumer wanted to be Bobby Badass. And he got called out, and Tucker invited him on the show tonight, something that Schumer turned down. I'm going to have that back and forth for you as well on a, see here, it's a Tuesday. You know, I actually thought about possibly changing this song today. You did? To what? Do we do we like Crazy Train Tuesday? It's, it's okay. I think people are used to it. But you got I think we used better. to do Jive Talking Tuesday, like didn't we? Bon Jovi song or something. I was going to go about Joey, but you said you like Crazy Train Tuesday, so I'll leave it. No, I, it can be changed. Wow, be changed. wow. You wouldn't do two Bon Jovi's Let's do this sparking right up all of a sudden. Yeah, it can be changed. Yeah, blah, blah. Doubt that. Yes, Carrie likes Bon Jovi. She's a wonderful person, except for that problem. <laughs> it's not We've a problem. We've also got Polo along for the ride. Sam getting it done. Sam, do we have a puppy cam or not? Puppy still sleeping? He's downstairs now. What? All right. Sam and Evan have new puppies. How old are they now? Like three weeks, two weeks? They're three and a half weeks. Three and a half weeks. Cute damn puppies. It's interesting watching the inner workings of politics when something crazy happens. When something, when, when a, a, a mentally unstable devil on earth goes and does something horrible, it's always interesting to me to watch the, the political mechanisms. The good people are the ones that are concerned about what happened. The political people always, will always go first to how they can benefit politically. And, and I find that to be sick, to be honest with you. I find it just to be gross. But it happens every single time. It's very, very weird to me. That it keeps on happening. I don't. I don't understand why they won't stop, other than they want to win elections. Like Eric Swalwell with his ridiculous postings over the weekend, they just didn't make any sense. To be honest, Swalwell took to Twitter and decided that he would post pictures of families that were holding guns. It was very weird. And then he'd say something like, "Caption this." Um, I mean, my caption was, "You wouldn't want to try a home invasion here." Uh, and then he posts another one. And then finally, I grabbed a picture of him and the Chinese spy, and I put that up, and I said, caption this. Because the guy, I mean, I don't understand why somebody thinks he has the moral high ground when when it's alleged that he slept with a Chinese spy for five years. How he has the moral high ground when he goes on television and lies about what the right is doing and how great the left is. When he's on these committees, knowing that he is somehow compromised by the relationship that I, that I aforementioned. And then, of course, let's not leave out the fact that he farted on live TV. Oh, yeah, he ripped one. Oh, is that, is that Swalwell? He must be on TV again. So this guy, he thinks he's, on the, he's got the moral high ground. Like Adam Schiff, who lied about Russia collusion for years, never proved anything. He said he'd prove it. And he's still on some stupid committee. It's all very strange to me. But how people react 
to something like what happened Saturday in Buffalo, New York, tells you a lot about who they are. Are we being brought together as Americans or is one side or the other trying to divide us to maybe make political gain? And of course, it's the second. You know that the left is trying to divide us and and people are, are grasping at straws. The guy who did Saturday in Buffalo is an evil, heinous, horrible person. If the guy they have arrested is convicted, I think he should be hung or shot on public live TV. That's how serious this is and how I think we can make a deterrent out of somebody like this. Now, a lot of you won't agree with me. A lot of you, oh, the death penalty is horrible. How could you be against abortion and for the death penalty? Well, the, the baby didn't do anything. The baby's innocent. The bad guy did something that he's convicted of. But having said all of that, this should be a time for us to come together. How can we better protect our communities? How can we better protect our families? What can we do left and right together to make sure that nothing like this happens again? And we're not getting really good answers from the left other than guns bad, Tucker Carlson bad, Fox News bad, Joe Paggs and, and conservative talk radio, that's bad. Um, and, and if they say it enough, they think people will start to believe it. What you had happened in Buffalo is not different than what you had happened in several other places that I described yesterday. And if, if somebody is pinpointing and targeting people based on race or ancestral background or some other characteristic, that's horrific. But we should have seen this guy coming. Now more information is coming out that he's had writings on social media for a long time that said exactly who he was and what he wanted to do. But in his infinite wisdom, somebody like Chuck Schumer, who's a U.S. senator from New York. By the way, I've interviewed Chuck Schumer. The interview with Chuck Schumer, I was doing my weekend show at WGY in Albany, New York. I was a television news anchor during the week, and Chuck Schumer was doing something and I believe that it had to do with, I'm almost positive, it had to do with gift cards. You know, like somebody gives you a gift card, and it's for $50. But there's some provision on the gift card that you have to use it by a certain date. And if you don't, they get to start taking a percentage away from the gift card. And eventually, if you don't use it, the money might just go away. And I'm going, well, what are you talking about? Somebody paid $50 for that card. It should always be worth $50 until that $50 is spent. It doesn't matter that it's on a piece of plastic instead of on cash. It's still $50. They were getting away with doing that, and Chuck Schumer, I thought, had a good idea to stop that from happening. It was not a very far-left idea. It was an idea that would cover all of his constituency, and he called into the show in, in New York, and he said, he's very slick politician, this guy. This is probably, boy, almost 20 years ago now. He called into the show, he said, oh, I've got Pagliarulos in my district. Knew how to pronounce my name. You know, try to buddy up with me right there. Now, I've tried to have him on since then. He's not going to come anywhere near my show now. But I thought what he was doing then was good. And I always go into any situation with the idea that people inherently are good, and then we have our differences you know, after that. Okay, we're good people. We love our families. We love our, our, our cities, our counties, our country. And now we have some differences of opinion. What Chuck Schumer has become, what Jerry Nadler is, what Swalwell is, what Adam Schiff is, what Pelosi is. What it turns out Liz Cheney is and Adam Kinzinger. These people are politicos that, because of whatever reason, they, they will lie, cheat, and steal to try to make political leverage or sway. And Chuck Schumer does exactly that. He decided to go after Fox News and Tucker Carlson. And, Carrie, uh, he did it through a letter, right? If you don't mind, mm-hmm. tell us exactly what he, what he did here. From Deadline, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called on Rupert Murdoch and other top executives of Fox Corps and Fox News to stop the reckless amplification of the Great Replacement Theory by some of the news channel's hosts. 
The letter came following the deadly shooting rampage in Buffalo, New York over the weekend in which 10 people were killed. And the alleged shooter had, according to a manifesto posted online, been an inherent of the replacement theory or the belief elites are trying to replace native-born Americans with non-white immigrants for political gain. For years, these types of beliefs have existed at the fringes of American life, Schumer wrote in the letter. However, this pernicious theory, which has no basis in fact, has been injected into the mainstream, thanks in large part to a dangerous level of amplification by your network and its anchors. Schumer did not mention Tucker Carlson in the text of the letter, but cc'd him. On Monday, Schumer directly called out Carlson in a speech on the Senate floor, citing a New York Times series that found that the Vox host, quote, spewed rhetoric that echoes replacement theory at least 400 times on a show since 2016. In his letter, which the Times published, Schumer quoted a Monday editorial from the Wall Street Journal owned by Murdoch's News Corps uh, that said politicians and media had an obligation to condemn such conspiratorial notions as replacement theory. Schumer, though, wrote that words of condemnation are hardly enough. To this end, I employ you to immediately cease all dissemination of false white nationalist far-right conspiracy theories on your network, he wrote. Schumer wrote on Twitter, Carlson invited him on his show on Tuesday night, but he declined. Tucker Carlson needs to stop promoting the racist, dangerous replacement theory, Schumer wrote. So there you go. Chuck Schumer now is for banning speech. Get rid of the First Amendment protections that people like Tucker Carlson and I and those listening and watching have. Um, We should only be able to say what Chuck Schumer says we can say. Now, Schumer makes this allegation that somehow Tucker Carlson or Fox News have something to do with what happened Saturday, and of course they don't. So instead of shying away from it, Tucker Carlson goes and invites Chuck Schumer to come on his show. Let's go. Let's make it happen. And as Kerry said, Schumer said, Tucker Carlson invited me to his show tonight to debate the letter I sent to Fox News. I'm declining. Tucker Carlson needs to stop promoting the racist, dangerous replacement theory. So what does that tell you? What it tells you is, Chuck Schumer just got called out. His bluff was called. He thinks because he's in the Senate and he's got a loud mouth that he can tell people what they can and can't say. He can't do that, especially not as somebody in the government. He's the one who is restricted from taking away our First Amendment rights. He embodies what the Founding Fathers meant when they said, shall not be infringed. No law shall be made. Congress can't make any move. Government can't stop you. I mean, this is what they're talking about. Chuck Schumer wants him not to say what he says. on, And it's not because he really believes. Believe me, Chuck Schumer is not stupid. He doesn't really believe that Tucker Carlson or Fox News are at all responsible for what happened on Saturday. He wants you to believe that he believes that. And he also, this is double, double-edged for him, he also gets to go after the host that is slaughtering MSNBC, that is slaughtering CNN, that is completely annihilating any left-wing you know, outlet that Chuck Schumer likes. So he thinks that he's going to take down Tucker Carlson, or at least he thinks he's going to be able to turn the tide and people will stop watching Tucker Carlson, who, by the way, probably will have record-setting ratings tonight. Can you imagine the gall and the self-importance somebody like Chuck Schumer has that he thinks he can tell a television network, which is basically the press, that they're not allowed to say certain things because he doesn't want them to? Where do we live? The Soviet Union? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.
Glad to have you. Carrie, do I have to? Yes, you must. Wow. Chuck Schumer is a big bad liar. No. Mm-mm. Dr. Carlson said, come on my show, you stupid face. No. <laughs> I don't think Tucker Carlson good? said that. What no. Mean? What do you mean? No. <laughs> you didn't call him a stupid face? No. By the I'm way, sure those of you watching the live video stream will hear me sing that at the right time. On the radio, it's a little bit off, and you're like, well, are you doing it on purpose? I had some musician write me, oh, why, why are you doing it off the beat? Are you doing it off the beat? Because Polo's playing the music. I'm, I'm not where Polo is, so there's a little tiny bit of a delay. So, so you'll be okay. Everybody's going to be okay. Carrie, they're going to be fine, is yes, what I think. it will be okay. Yeah. It's all gonna 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I asked for comments from people if they want to hear about the Amber Heard-Johnny Johnny Depp trial, right? Yeah. I got emails uh, almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And what's the consensus? Please do not cover the garbage like that. It has <laughs> no effect it. on my life yeah. or the world in general. There is much more important and or entertaining things to talk about. That's going to be plural. Let's go ahead and use R in that sentence, if you don't mind. There are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 loves the show, and it's Carrie. Carrie wrote that. Oh, lovely. Almost spelled like you, like you spelled it. Carrie, at least I like somebody named Carrie. So that's good. Wow, that's what? really rude. Really, you know it's really not you. rude. How do you know I'm talking about you? <laughs> I didn't write you. Um, somebody was unable to chat on Rumble or something today. Okay, uh, go to our browser. You'll be able to. And again, the whole Rumble thing is a, is a new thing. I love streaming there. Go to rumble.com. Go look up Joe Pags. Watch the, the show as we do it. Uh, Pat writes in, no, do not cover the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. You have enough USA drama to cover at the moment. Thank <laughs> you for not covering the trial. But also, but wrote trail, not trial. It's boring and childish. Well, how do you know that if you're not watching it? See what it did? Mm-hmm. That's right. How does Pat know that? Mm. Um, something about the TikTok algorithms, blah, blah. So basically, anybody that I've heard from does not yeah. want me to cover the trial. It. So tomorrow, we'll start yeah, the show with you. that. <laughs> it is uh, 888-941-PAGS. <laughs> exactly right. 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Do you have an opinion, Carrie? Should Chuck Schumer have accepted the invitation? I think that would have been a very interesting back and forth. Why not? If he would why not? have. Yeah. Why not do that? Get it all out in the open and and discuss. I'm all watch. mad at Tucker Carlson. Blaming him and Fox News for somehow inciting a piece of garbage to kill people. And then when he's called out and he's offered the largest audience, I think Hannity's might be larger, but but very close to the largest audience on, on cable news, Chuck Schumer says no. Now, the trend on Twitter was almost immediately the word coward. Mm. And what's interesting, when you click on like a, a trend on Twitter, cowards up there, suddenly they're talking about uh, Trump, they're talking about Nugent, they're talking about anybody on the right they can think to label them with that word um, is pretty ridiculous. But the word coward started trending because people were calling Chuck Schumer out. Don't call somebody out. Don't act big and bad. Don't be, you know, right letter badass guy. If you're not willing to go, look, it would have been, I remember de Blasio as he's on his way out, went and sat down with Hannity on Hannity's show. I thought that was pretty big of de Blasio. De Blasio was a horrible mayor, should never have been in the position. I can't stand his policies, but at least he went there and sat there and took it. I mean, that's what you do, don't you? Mm-hmm. I would think so. You know, MSNBC and CNN used to invite me on all the time. And I would go on and I wouldn't take any crap and I would debate the, the topics and it was actually very good television. They don't invite me anymore because they're like, oh, this guy's just going to argue with us. Yeah, <laughs> that's the idea. Isn't that why you're inviting me? I mean, they invited me to talk about uh, Beto, 
and his thoughts about getting rid of the of the wall or the fence in El Paso. And their contention was that it didn't help crime, um, the number, the crime numbers to go down when they put up the wall. And I actually, before I went on, I had a whole spreadsheet of how the crime had gone down exponentially, hmm. whether it's kidnappings or murders or car theft. It went down a lot once they built the wall or the fence. And as I'm on there, the guy's saying, well, it didn't really do anything. And I said, oh, yeah, well, the mayor, who was a Democrat, said this, 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 and this. I never got asked back. It was crazy. I was never wow. asked back. How so crazy. do they want an echo chamber? Yeah, I mean, how crazy of it is, don't you want two side, both sides of the story and then let the viewer or the listener decide? It used to be what we did, Carrie. I know. Uh, that's journalism. It used me. to be what we what we would do. You would sit down and you'd argue it out. So Chuck Schumer calls out Tucker Carlson. Carlson doesn't say Chuck Schumer's a meanie. No, he says, come on. And then Schumer says, no? Then why did you call him out? Just to trend on Twitter? Well, the trend that you got was coward. So dumb. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Have you tried the Super Beats Heart Chews? I hope you have. They're a tasty treat. They give you the energy you need. for. for they're very, very good for you. Going to get you through your day, give you that energy, that boost that you want without the caffeine, without all the sugar, without this energy drinks or whatever the hell's in energy drinks. Don't worry about afternoon coffees. None of that. Two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews. Add those to your morning routine. Promote heart-healthy energy for your entire day. No caffeine crash. Super Beats Heart Chews, unique clinically researched grapeseed extract. Promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of your healthy lifestyle. They support great blood pressure. Blood flow and circulation is what, is what really does help to monitor your energy. That's why you're losing energy. Why not go try these today? If you haven't tried them yet, I'm not really sure why. Go today to the website they made for you because you listen to my program and get up to 45% off. Get free shipping, too, at JoeLovesBeats.com. Their best offer available anywhere. That's JoeLovesBeats.com. That's the website, JoeLovesBeats.com. Up to 45% off and get free shipping as well on some Super Beats. Go check that out right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be Sandra in Buffalo. Sandra, talk to me. Hi. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm living the dream. I'm sorry about what happened in your, in your town. Talk to me. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I, I the president was here today, but um, I didn't watch him. I didn't listen to him. I'm not a fan. I didn't vote for him. I never would. Right, right. <laughs> but anyway, um, um, and the Chuck Schumer deal, um, I mean, he's been the senator of our state since 1998. I met him in 1998, and when he was politicking at a, at a local park, I was running, and he was I was doing my jog, and he was shaking hands and all this other stuff. And I believe he I believe he beat D'Amato at the time. I voted for D'Amato, but right. D'Amato was an incumbent, but he beat him at the time. But I mean, he's one of these dinosaurs that has been there forever, and he's a career politician, and he's just like. So many of the Democrats, I mean, they're just in there forever, although there's a lot of Republicans that are career politicians also. True. It's not just the Democrats. Well, 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 um, he's fat and happy. I I don't know what he does for New York. He's just fat and happy in the job. Well, he does nothing. None of our politicians right now do anything for any of us. I mean, unless you're, you know, a a lifelong Democrat, which I was up until about 20 years ago. Because my family was Democrat, it was supposed to be the party, the working party, but this is not the Democratic Party of my father, or my mother, or my grandparents. I, so, ho- I hope you'll call yeah. back off and say, I do have to go. We're right up against the hard break. We've got Jake Beckett after the break. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Yeah. 
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's always a pleasure to have this man back, uh, former NFL player, former college star, Army Ranger. It's Jake Beckett running for U.S. Senate out of Arkansas. Jake, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. All right, so we were chatting back and forth, either DM or text or something the other day, and you said, you're not going to believe this, and you showed me a piece of video, and actually I heard some audio. Um, the fact is, in a lot of counties in Arkansas, the, is it, it's not everywhere, right, Jake? This is just a, a few select counties. They misspelled your name on the ballot. Well, you're right. It's actually worse than a misspelling. It's actually the wrong name. Uh, they had my name listed as Jack Beckett, not Jake Beckett. Um, and, you know, look, I, I've got a unique last name, obviously. Uh, you know, sometimes it gets misspelled or mispronounced. Right. I've never actually had a problem with my first name. And so we were shocked to discover on the first day of early voting last Monday, May the 9th here in Arkansas, you know, immediately after polls opened, we started getting frantic calls uh, and screenshots, text messages from outraged voters in multiple Arkansas counties because my name was wrong on the ballot. Um, so we sprang into action. We started contacting these county election coordinators and, and state election officials, and we were shocked that they knew about this. They admitted we have proof you know, for email traffic and that kind of correspondence right. that they knew about this weeks beforehand, it, it, as early as April the 28th. And instead of informing us, informing my opponents, um, trying to work to fix it, informing the voting public, they tried to cover it up. They tried to sweep it under the rug. You know, and just hope that I guess no one found out about it. You know, they, they tried to slap me around like the typical Arkansas rhino who, who would just maybe accept it. But yeah. that's not how I handle myself. That's not how I handle business. And we fought back. We punched back. We filed lawsuits. We drug these defendants into court, the Arkansas State Secretary of State, um, the State Board of Election Commissioners, these various county election officials. And we got results. These supposedly unfixable voting machines that are controlled out of state. You know, they all of a sudden started getting fixed within 24, 48, 72 hours. Um, we're, we're now confirming, um, and, you know, we're, we're still in the process of investigating, uh, but we're confirming that all 75 Arkansas counties have the correct name on the ballot. But, you know, the, the damage has been done in a few counties because, look, absentee and mail-in ballots went yeah. out with the wrong name on them. So it's just, you know, one of the theses of my campaign has been that the Arkansas Republican establishment, you know, they, they play act, they virtue signal about key issues like election integrity. Um, and obviously they're not serious about it because, look, this is a this is the most expensive primary in Arkansas state history, my race for U.S. Senate. And my name is wrong in multiple counties. So obviously election integrity is not a priority for the existing Republican politicians. I'm running to change that. And that's the thing. It's, these are Republicans that did this. So the mail-in ballots and obviously, you know, those, those uh, are going to be paper and those you have to go and get reprinted. But you're telling me that on the actual computer screens, they claimed that they couldn't change it on the computer screen. Jake, I'm not a, I'm not a coder. I'm not somebody who writes programs for computers. But that's got to be awfully easy to change Jack to Jake, isn't it? Well, their initial explanation was pretty bizarre. Um, they said that, you know, hey, sorry, we can't fix it. The software is controlled by, uh, you know, a, a corporation that's headquartered out of state in Omaha, Nebraska, which, of course, begs the question, why are Arkansas voting machines controlled by an out-of-state corporate entity? Right. You know, that, that, that's got to change. And then they gave me other excuses. And, look, I'm not really sure if it was just incompetence or stupidity, laziness, or something more nefarious and malicious, but I don't really care. I'm all about results. I don't want this to happen to any candidate for office in Arkansas ever again. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Green Party, Independent. I don't care if you're running for U.S. Senate or for dog catcher. No candidate and their campaign and their supporters deserves to go through this. We've worked so hard for 10 months. 
You know, we put our blood, sweat and tears, time, effort, money into this campaign over the past 10 months. And for us to be on the goal line, on the threshold, two weeks away from Election Day and my name to be wrong, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, and it's got to change. His name is Jake, J-A-K-E, pretty simple, and Beckett is a little more complex. It's B-E-Q-U-E-T-T-E, jakebeckett.com. Go to the website, go support his candidacy. Uh, What bothers me about it is I'm pretty sure, and uh, look, I'm older, maybe I'm losing my mind, but I'm pretty sure you can make a quick phone call to Nebraska from from Arkansas or an email, or you could probably drive there in a day and, and come back and insist that the software be changed. They never gave you a valid reason why they were just going to blow this off, and thank God you were smart enough to sue them and get it rectified. But how many days did you miss where people might have been just looking for Jake? I want, I want to vote for Jake. I don't see Jake on here. What do I do? I mean, how many days did that go on? And, and what did they give you anything even close to a valid excuse? Nothing? No, no. The, the excuses kept changing. Uh, the state secretary of state was blaming the counties. The counties were blaming the state election officials and the, and the board of election commissioners. We never got a solid answer. And unfortunately, um, you know, these, these voting machines were incorrect. These ballots were wrong. For over a week, you know, you know, we're we're still confirming. Wow. You know, we 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 got we we, we heard word uh, from one of these county attorneys um, that their voting machines were fixed this morning. So that's that's eight days, you know, between uh, you know the first day of early voting and today, where you know uh, voters could have been confused. Right. And that the story has gotten out there in the media, and I've been making a big fuss about it, rightfully so. You know, voters from all over the state are now confused. You know, they they want to know if they should write in my name. Um, they're not sure if a vote for Jack. Uh, you know, is a vote for Jake and so on. So this whole thing is an absolute debacle. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the judge in our case, you know, we had our first hearing in court on Friday morning and he, he called this situation deeply troubling. Um, you know, he was very, uh, you know, he, he was uh, definitely on the ball to give us a hearing on such short notice. And I applaud him for that. But there's really not much of a remedy. He can't really order the state secretary, t- secretary of state to order these counties you know, the, the, the state secretary of state's office has truly dropped the ball. I mean, they yeah. blame these counties and they're saying they're not responsible. Well, why do we have a state secretary of state if they're not going to have oversight, if they're not going to have authority and make sure that a major candidate for statewide office doesn't have his name right? you know, all across the state in all 75 counties. And by the way, they weren't going to say anything to you. Thank God your voters said, hold on a second, there's something wrong here. And for them for them to know almost a month beforehand and do nothing, that really does show either incompetence or there's something else going on here. And I want to get there. JakeBeckett.com, go to the website. Uh, it's great to have Jake Beckett back on. We've had you on many, many times. I like what you say. I believe you when you say that you'll do it. And then I started getting emails about two weeks ago from from viewers and listeners in Arkansas saying, hey, better watch out. Your buddy Jake Beckett isn't who he says that he is. He's a big fat rhino. Here's the proof. And I saw some ad that said that you were somehow a, a leftist in disguise. Jake, who's coming after you like that? And what is it that they're trying to use against you? Because everything that you and I have talked about, everything I've seen you comment about on social media, and what you appear to stand for is very conservative, very America first. Who's doing this? Well, this is why, you know, in, in a way, if there's a silver lining to this ballot debacle, it's given me an opportunity to show voters in Arkansas who I really am. Yeah. Am I just like one of the old guard, these old guys who, you know, pretend to care about crucial issues like election integrity, but never actually do anything about it? Like, no, I'm actually someone I'm a true believer. I mean, when I say I believe in something, I actually go fight for it. I I drug these people into court. You know, we're still battling. And no matter what happens on May 24th or in the runoff or in November, when, you know, when I win election to the U.S. Senate, I'm not letting this go until we get rid of voting machines in Arkansas. I I mean, if countries like Canada and France can hold nationwide elections with no voting machines, 
then there's no reason why a deep red state like Arkansas, you know, can can handle statewide elections uh, on paper ballots. I mean, I mean that that's a no-brainer to me. I mean, we, we shouldn't have these voting machines that certainly, you know, we shouldn't certainly shouldn't have voting machines that are headquartered in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. But but that being said, look, the, the, the Arkansas establishment, I'm challenging a longtime Rhino incumbent, the whole state political establishment machine, and the DC swamp are lined up against me. Okay, right now in Arkansas, I mean, this is this is the truth. There are four or five super PACs running nonstop attack ads against me. Okay, I, I'm 33 years old. I've never run for political office. I, I come from a college and professional sports background and a military background, and they're trying to portray me as a as a as a you know establishment uh, you know DC swamp creature. I mean, one of these attack ads has my face between Nancy Pelosi right. and AOC. Saw that. I mean, that's how absurd this is. But that's the best this this rhino incumbent John Bozeman can come up with. You know, he you know th- th- this campaign it, it really makes me sick because you know he refused to debate. He doesn't do media. He doesn't do appearances. He's not campaigning. You know, he, he's like the Republican Joe Biden in Arkansas. Right. He's in his basement. He's been in the D.C. witness protection program for 20 years. And so this campaign isn't about issues. OK, it, he's not going to talk about his record because his record is liberal. So all he all he's doing is just hiding. He's hiding under his desk and he has his surrogates and these D.C. super PACs just running nonstop attack ads against me, hoping that if they put enough stuff out there that they'll confuse voters. But luckily, I mean, and this is why I'm going back to this election integrity suit. You know, this has given me a chance to prove myself. And and I'm not happy that it happened, but I'm taking this fight to the people. I'm taking it to the voters and I'm showing them that I mean business because I do. JakeBeckett.com. It's B-E-Q-U-E-T-T-E is his last name. First name, not Jack. It's Jake. Uh, Go there and check out his website. Uh, I hope that you you win, but I'm a little startled. I didn't know what you just said, that you and Bozeman have not debated at all. There hasn't been no. any, any point to where you guys stood on stage and, and shared ideas about what it is people of Arkansas want. He, he publicly stated at an event, um, we had a video of it, he, he pub- a, a concerned voter asked him, hey, Senator Bozeman, um, you know, this Jake Beckett guy sounds pretty good. Um, you know, I want to hear you all debate. You know, you know, when are you going to debate Jake Beckett? And he just said, no, I'm not going to do it. It's not going to happen. And, and she said, well, why not? He, he, and his reply was, well, I'm, I'm really busy. You know, oh, I've got a busy- he's too yeah. busy then to debate the issues? Yeah, he, he's too busy to debate the issues. He's he's too busy to actually campaign. Uh, he's too busy apparently to you know actually stand up and fight for his job and explain to the people why he's running for re-election. Which you know that that's a question that he's never really asked. Or he's never really answered. You, you know why is Senator Bozeman running for re-election? Is the I mean, me- is the media holding his feet to the fire? Are they asking him why won't you debate this guy? Are yeah. they asking him about the important issues, or do they give him cover and let him hide? They give him cover. You know, all the major media networks, the the statewide newspaper, they've all endorsed uh, Senator Bozeman because, you know, they know what I represent. You know, they know that I'm a conservative warrior, that I'm an America first patriot. They know that I actually believe what I'm saying. You know, I'm not one of these rhinos who's just kind of play acting, who goes with the flow. Um, You know, and Senator Bozeman, that that is exactly who he is. Um, But I I think the people are finally seeing through that. You know, we're, we're surging in the polls. Uh, it looks like this thing's going to a runoff. And if it goes to a runoff, I mean, I don't know how he's going to be able to avoid a debate. Right. Or, or I don't know how he'll be able to avoid actually engaging with me on the issues. And I look forward to that because, look, he, he can't engage with me on the issues and win. He doesn't do media. He doesn't do events. He doesn't campaign. He can't speak. I mean, I, I, I hate to belabor this point, but out of all these millions of dollars 
that he and his super PACs have spent on TV in Arkansas, he never actually speaks in his own ads. Wow. You know, it's crazy. I mean, he has his surrogates talking. Other people are talking about him, but he can't actually speak. He can't articulate anything. Like when he goes to these, when he makes a rare appearance at these events in Arkansas, you know, he's the senior U.S. senator from Arkansas, and he's the guy who like leads the Pledge of Allegiance. Like he, he doesn't actually talk. Like like no, like like no one, his campaign staff, his handlers, they don't let him actually speak. They don't let him actually leave. I mean, it's like, weird. This is, this is the best we can yeah. do in Arkansas. I mean, this is an important office. This is a seat in the U.S. Senate. We've got to like rally others to our cause. We've got to have people in these seats who can actually articulate a vision to the people of Arkansas, to the American people. And I mean, just just being up there and being silent and hiding under your desk is not good enough anymore. It's why we are where we are. It's uh, Jake Beckett running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Arkansas, taking on the incumbent Bozeman. Um, I, I don't I live in Arkansas. I don't know what the rules are. Is a runoff required if somebody doesn't get 50 plus one vote? Do you have to get 50 percent plus one? That That's correct. And there, there's four of us in this primary. Um, I think it's likely that, you know, recent independent polling suggests um, that, you know, Senator Bozeman is under 50. He's well under 50. Uh, it'll go to a runoff between he and I. And, you know, we feel very confident about that because, once again, over that four-week runoff, the people of Arkansas will be able to hear from us. I mean, I, I think surely over those four weeks, he won't be able to get away with the excuse that he's too busy. You know, that, well, that I mean, if it's a runoff between you and him, he's got to do a debate. I mean, I would be stunned. Now, I don't know his history as far as debates go. Does he usually debate people or does he always avoid them? So he always avoids them. Uh, when he ran for Senate in 2010 in the Republican primary, he never debated um, I, I think he did one token debate, um, you know, for the general. But, you know, in Arkansas, it's a deep red state. So the, the general election debate really doesn't matter. Um, you know, the, the, the Republican nomination is tantamount to election in our state. It's a very deep red state. Right. Um, so it, it, it's a it's a convenient excuse for him to actually, uh, you know, to dodge the issues, to, to not connect with the voters, because he knows his people know his surrogates know. That when the people of Arkansas actually see and hear from John Bozeman, they're not going to like him. They're, they're going to they're going to prefer me over him. So yeah. he's just trying to he's playing four corners offense. He's trying to run the clock out. He's trying to hide behind his surrogates. And you know we're coming down to the wire here. I think the people of Arkansas are finally starting to ask. You know, hey, I saw Jake. You know, on Pags, I saw him on Tucker Carlson. Yeah. I heard him on Clay and Buck. Like he's really good. Like 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 maybe these maybe these hit pieces, these attack ads on Jake. You know, maybe this is like I don't really I'm second guessing this and that's good for us. Well, I hope that people will do their own research. I hope people will take it to, into um, uh, into credit what we're doing here right now. But we've also done exactly what Bozeman wants. We haven't talked about the issues at all. So let's take about a minute and a half, which is all I have left, Jake. And it's Jake Beckett. Go to jakebeckett.com. We've got a crime problem. We've got a hyperinflation problem. We've got a sending $54 billion, six, uh, 7,000 miles away problem. Uh, we've got issues in this country that we haven't seen in a very long time. Plus, you've got a left that is that is really dead set on separating us and dividing us along racial and gender lines. So what do you do? Should you make it to the U.S. Senate? What effect can you make as far as getting us back to e pluribus unum, or unum, which we're not acting like anymore? Well, I think you're right. And I think, unfortunately, the media tries to portray some of the things you just you just talked about as divisive issues. Yeah. I think they're actually potentially uniting issues because – you know, things like critical race theory and what's happening in our schools, things like the wide open southern border, the fentanyl issue, this yeah. baby formula crisis, inflation, the price of gas. These are all winning issues for Republicans if we have leaders who can articulate our vision and actually broaden the base and actually speak truth 
to the American people. I mean, the, I don't carry water for anybody, but you know, if you look at what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida, yeah. look, he in 2018 he won in a 50-50 state. He barely won that that primary or that general election against a Democrat in 2018 by less than one percent, and now he has turned Florida into an R plus 20 state right. just due to his force of leadership and his persuasiveness and how he's able to articulate his vision to the people of Florida and the American people. And that's what I want to do in the U.S. Senate. Look, I, I don't think we should be kind of moving towards the middle. You know, we should be taking bold stances because when people see what's happening in our country and they want to see people who speak out and say, this is nuts. I'm offering you something better. I'm going to fight back because I want to live in the traditional America that I grew up in. Yeah. And that's my vision. That's what I'll do in the U.S. Senate. And I'll be a leader on the issues that matter. Well, I'm pulling for you big time. If you go and vote in Arkansas, a lot of people in Arkansas listen to this program. Look for Jake Beckett, B-E-Q-U-E-T-T-E. If you want to find out more about him, go to jakebeckett.com or go to independent sources. Don't just take these, these rag ads um, as truth because you've got a guy who obviously is an incumbent who's afraid of the young guy who's charging on. And I think he's a young guy who could do great for us in the Senate. Jake, come back again. I'm so glad that you... You took him to court. You got that fixed. I hope that first eight days doesn't hurt you. I appreciate your time, my friend. Thanks, Pags. Hi, awesome. brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Great to have you. Can you imagine being Jake Beckett and looking at the ballot? And nobody told him. They knew about this for about three weeks before the early voting started. And suddenly people who are supporters are sending you pictures from their voting place that show your name is Jack Beckett on the ballot. It's just ridiculous. And this was on the software. They could have changed that very, very easily. They did end up getting it changed. But for eight days, people weren't seeing his full name on there. And you never know. Somebody sees Jack and not Jake. And they're like, ah, I better just vote for the guy who's in there already a real problem and it's a real it's sort of an establishment thing that i'm not surprised that it happened because as bad as the left is in the country the establishment the establishment right isn't much better they don't really believe in america first appreciate him hanging out go and check out his website jakebeckett.com keep it here another big hour coming your way this is the joe pegg show